bam, we're live. I forgot to put myself on. I had to go live button and then didn't put myself up. No goo in the hair this morning. I looked in the mirror and said, damn, you look good without goo. Will Sevon have his headphones turned on this morning? Oh, nope, I don't. Thank you. You now officially work for the show. Headphones are on. Great question. Uh, I'm guessing today's pee break is at 1.14 into the show. That is when I will have to pee. Thank you, man. You're really laying out the outline for the uh, show. Guys, listen. I had a friend. I have a friend. He was making $250,000 a year setting tables at hotels in the city. That's what he's done. He's done it for like 20 years. It's him, a bunch of Filipino dudes, gay Filipino dudes, and hardworking Mexicans. And they go from all the hotels in the city, the big, big baller hotels, Omni, St. Regis, Ritz Carlton, you know, et cetera, Four Seasons. And they set tables there. I'm oversimplifying it. They have a fancy name like Banquet, blah, 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 blah. And my friend's been there like 20 years working there. And, uh, it, and all the dudes who do his job are hustlers. You know what I mean? And a lot, of, a lot of them are dudes who send their money back to their home countries, right? When, when you tax rich people, they stop going to those hotels. And, and the people he serves on the regular are people like Dave Chappelle, Obama, Al Gore, you, you, people like that. And basically what he does is those people will have a meeting. They'll go up to the you know, you know, know, 30th floor of the St. Regis in San Francisco, and they'll have a, a room set up with coffee. The coffee pots are like $500 a pot for a pot of coffee. They'll get four pots of coffee for 2000 bucks. My friend will uh, make you know, 10% of that uh, $200 in, you know, in like 45 minutes, just setting it, pouring the coffee, and then moving on to the next uh, – to the next event. And he does that. And it's a tough job. Um, you know, basically no one can afford to live in the city. So you got to travel in an hour and a half. You got to be there at four in the morning and you, you keep weird hours, but, but it makes great money. Right. And in, in the beginning, you don't make that kind of money doing that job, but you're there 20 years and you do. Recently, he got this cool thing. He's been with the Marriott for 25 years or something. And so he got this thing that basically he can stay at any Marriott in the world for free. As long as he keeps his job there. When you tax rich people, good morning, Justin. When What's you up? tax rich people, that money, those people stop spending that money in those hotels. And you give it to whoever, Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi, um, Donald Trump, Joe Biden, you pay their wages. Do you trust me to spend that money or do you want to give it to those guys to spend the money? That's, that's all I'm asking that's all, that's, all, that's all I'm asking you. Who, who do you want to spend your money? When I lost my job, I got rid of my nanny, my gardener, and I stopped going to the Mexican restaurant. It, 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 when you take money from rich people, they, they just stop spending it on you. When I mean you, I mean anyone who makes a million dollars or less a year. Hi, good morning, Justin. I know you don't do religion or politics. I had to get it out of the way early. But it doesn't matter to me. I don't really talk about it. It's so divisive, you know? I hear you. Like I, I tell you, people, people get like I have now. I do religion and politics, right? I have my own opinions, right? Yes, yes. But I tell you, once you start letting those feelings be known, boy, I tell you, people, people will come at you. Like I have never judged anybody over their religion or their politics. You know, I'm like, yeah, everybody's different, you know. But boy, I tell you what, a lot of people do. Okay, let me ask you this. Okay, what if I told you? Oh, we're really good. By the way, um, before we start, there have been some fucking amazing one-liners in the world. It, it, but fuck the one-liners. The delivery of one-liners and the timing is everything. There was a lady back when I was a kid. How old are you, Justin? 38. 
Okay, there was a lady. I think she's a little before your time. She had a Wendy's commercial, and she would say, where's the beef? Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, you people do not know what viral is. If you were not around when this lady was around, you don't know shit about viral. And she didn't have any social media. She would come on, and she would say, where's the beef? And I'm telling you, everyone on the planet said them. Uh, Justin's, uh, uh, he's the guy, man. He is the guy. Thank you. Thank you. And and, uh, I don't know shit about TikTok. I'm an Instagram guy, but today we're going to learn about comedy, uh, creativity, uh, the, uh, what it's like to serve in the U S military and, um, and, and a guy who's just, uh, killing it. Um, I, I, in my opinion, making the world a better place 20 seconds at a time. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead. No, it means a lot coming from you. Thank you very much. I appreciate the compliments. And uh, I, I wish my wife understood that I'd make her feel better 20 seconds at a time. But for some reason, she's greedy. She's greedy. She, she, wants, more, she wants 40 seconds and shit. Mine's only getting 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah, so. Get 20 seconds, man. Enjoy it. Enjoy it while it lasts because it ain't going to last long. Honey, I give TikTok 16 seconds and the fucking place goes crazy. I have 3 million followers. I give you 32 seconds and you're fucking complaining. Get the fuck out of here. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be efficient, you know? My, 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 uh, let, let's say I would, let's say I was a, a, a Nazi. Let's say I was a socialist, right? Okay. Uh, I, I belonged to a Hitler socialist, uh, Nazi party. And I really liked him and I thought everything was really cool. And I thought it was the betterment, best thing for the world and the environment. And, you know, Hitler was really against cancer and into organic foods and all that. But that one part where they round up the Jews and they take them in the train to that place and then they euthanize them. I just don't like that one little part. And, and and I feel like that's the problem that I feel like we were and, and maybe I'm just a crazy extremist, but I don't think so because I used to be a hardcore Democrat. I was raised a hardcore Democrat, but I just feel like there are some things. Be, I, I saw they did it to smokers when I was a kid. Right. They started treating smokers really, really bad. No one wants to smoke cigarettes. And I agree that, like, you shouldn't be able to smoke on the airplane. Mm-hmm. But there were some of these rules that were getting kind of crazy. And I, I, when I just see this, I just see some of the rules. I'm just like, I, I have to judge you. I have to be like, hey, I can't have you. I can't have that around my kids. If I was 20 and I was just slaying pussy and I didn't have kids, I wouldn't care. I'd live in a mobile home park and just party. Right. But I'm not. I'm fitty and like I'm trying to raise my kids to be good human beings. <laughs> you said just slaying pussy and, and, and doing coke, baby. <laughs> I don't know about the coke. Yeah, I'd probably, I'm more of an I was more of an MDMA guy. There you go. There you go. Um, but uh, but that's why that's why I want to be like you. I I I really come from that tree hug, hugging ideology. I really want to love everyone. I I do believe that um uh love conquers all. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I used to let homeless people stay at my house through college, and there was a uh, there was a dude uh, uh who had a hate tattooed here and he had a swastika on his face and he was a hardcore skinhead and uh and then i had a rastafarian dude and they both lived in my backyard together in a tent and and they would be in my house every morning like cooking or at night cooking and because it was shelter and food it transcended their their the 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 skinheads you know ridiculous ideology they were homies i haven't seen them sleeping on the couch together you know opposite directions in the house on cold nights and it's like I get I think it. If you if you get a warm place to sleep, you, know, <laughs> you, you forget about everything that you really think bothers you. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, things when you get hungry, things and, and things get and it's raining. 
things change. 100%. Um, man, I wish one of my guys was here on the back end today. What, what, man, you're, you're living a, such a fun life right now. It's been insane since September. So I, um, yeah, yeah. Let's go back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's paint the picture because I don't know shit. I, I listened to you on that podcast with that lady uh, a few months ago. That was hard to watch, by the way. I need to ask you about that. Which one? Um, she she laughs a lot. She's from TikTok. Jenny and Friends. Oh, Jenny and Friends. Yeah. Did yeah, you know her before you went on there? No, I never. I know I didn't know her. Like we we've got to know each other since then. Uh, You're a good dude. She's a very nice, very nice lady. Very nice lady. Yep. But you're a good dude. Thank you. You Thank are. You. you did an hour and 40 minutes of that. You're a good dude. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, it's. Yeah. So back in September, I had. I of 20, had a, if 20, 21? 21. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, I had a TikTok account that was um, at a respectful 600,000 followers, right? Crazy. And I'd. And I had had a lot of community guidelines violations. Um, I tell jokes. I'm a, I'm a comic, man, you know, and comedy can be subjective. And in this world of cancel culture, you know what that translates to, you know? Yes, um, I lost my job. Right. Um, so I wound up losing my account in September. Um, I think it was like September the 2nd. Can I, my, how long had you been on TikTok to get 600,000? About a year and a half. Okay. So okay, since, yeah, this since 2019. Is, yeah, yeah. That's where the story gets wild. <laughs> In 2019? Well, yeah. Like, so right around the end of 2019, and then my account got permanently banned in September, around September the 2nd of 21. And um, I, had, I, had just, I had just found a little format that worked, right? Um, I had only done like two videos, but both videos just went whoosh, Right. Is it and, this format that we're seeing now on Instagram? Yeah, okay. yeah, it was it was the very early versions of it. And um my account got permanently banned. And instead of me sitting around bitching and whining and moaning about it, I said, Cool, let's roll with it. So I got on my backup account, um, which which I had gave to my I had I had set up and I'd made for my wife and I had tagged her in a bunch of videos and she had like five thousand followers. So I jumped on it, changed the username, and started posting videos. Thirty days later, thirty days later, I went from five thousand two hundred and twenty-two followers to over three million in thirty days. Thirty thousand to three million in thirty days. No, uh, five thousand. Five thousand. Yeah, three million. Give me one second here. Give me one yep. second. Let, let, let's, let's, uh, let me, let me, for those of you who don't know, here we go. Can you guys hear that? No, you cannot hear. No. Ah, I guess you need an audio. You got to, you got to scroll down. The best one, the one that I have viral right now on Instagram. Okay, let's go. Is let's go. the, uh, scroll down, uh, right there. This one with the, with the, yeah. This? <laughs> That's it. This? Yeah, this one I, I played on my podcast a couple days ago. Yeah. Oh, it was a man's neck. Jesus, fix it. Listen, did you know that New Zealand's badminton team named themselves the Black Cox but received so many complaints they had to change the name? Now you do. Oh, it was a man's neck. <laughs> By the way, ladies and gentlemen, cock is spelled C-A-U-L-K. Cock. Cock. 
cock. The black cocks. The black cock. I have black flooring in my um in my uh garage and when we put it in, I had to seal it with black cock and my kids loved saying that black cock. Black cock. They didn't even know. Uh, Are you gonna uh, put more black cock in? I said, Of course, always. Again, I hear that black cock can fill bigger, bigger gaps. Yes. It yeah. says that on the on the side. <laughs> racist, racist. Um okay, so tell me what you got a, a band for. What what could you say? I thought TikTok was like just a, uh, you could do anything on that. Oh reason. hell no, it's the most censored out there is. Oh, there is? Uh, yeah, 100 percent Um it, it's uh you know I have to be a little bit more careful on TikTok than everywhere else because it is so censored and there's so many like younger users on it that they don't they don't understand comedy. I did a video the other day. Uh, like two days ago um, with a chick that, that she's wearing a, uh, a shirt that was like unbuttoned and she was holding it halfway open and she wasn't wearing anything underneath the shirt. And she's like, do you know what I need right now? And I popped in and said a bra. Listen, yeah, yeah, did you yeah. know? That's a right? great one. I played and that I, yesterday on my show. I played that yesterday on my dude, show. Dude, I've took so much heat on TikTok about, I mean, it doesn't violate any community guidelines. You know what I need right now? A bra. Listen, did you know there's a thousand people living in the tunnels? Under I think Las I started Vegas? the show last night yeah, with that. Do. Right. No, yeah, it right had now. nothing to do a with bra. you. It was, it was a show covering some sports shit. And I'm like, well, let's start here and look at our guest who's coming on tomorrow. I love okay. it. I love so it. you got in trouble for that one? No, I didn't get in trouble. But it's like, you know, that, that goes to show that people like the younger generation, like like things have been so censored for them. And and they've been told that everything is bad. Right. That that they're offended by that. And it's a it's a it's a punchline. At the end of the day, it's a punchline. I don't, I don't give a shit if that chick wears a bra. Hell, I would personally, you know, prefer her not to. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's a it's a chance at a punchline, a chance at making somebody that may be having a shitty day laugh. Yeah. You know, somebody course. that may be going through the thick of it to have a little bit better of a day in 10 seconds. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and people don't understand it. They don't get it, man. You know, they, they think, what did they think was wrong with it? That you were like, how dare you tell a woman to put a bra on? They're so restrictive. Oh shit. Really? Yeah. That's just woke shit. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That's that's exactly why I lost my first accounts because like nothing was, nothing was bad. And, And it's not that hard to, to sit and watch a comic, tell jokes and you can look at a joke. And if a joke truly offends you, here's what you do with the joke. Did that comic, let's watch it again. Was their intent to make people laugh and make people happy, or was their intent to be hateful? It's not hard to figure it out. It's right. really not hard to figure out between the two. And, um, you know, and I hate to say, well, this younger generation, so that makes me sound old as old as <coughs> dirt, but um, I mean, it really Maybe is. it's just a few of them. I think it's just a few of them. Well, it's a few that comes in groves, and they all they all land in the same spot. It's really it's, amazing. Do you know how? Do you know they're going to be so miserable when they get older if they can't yeah, laugh at themselves? One hundred percent, absolutely. I've said this before. Um, that generation, and the not just really that generation, but people like that tend to be the most unhappy people you will ever meet in your life because they don't know how to laugh at everyday things. You know, yeah. Like if somebody roasts on me and jokes on me, I laugh. I think it's funny. I could care less. You know, and if I don't think it's funny and I get offended by it, so fucking what? Who cares? You know, like it's not good. What did you get made fun of as a kid that you like you that now is an asset? Do you have anything? No, I no my personality probably, you know, um, 
like I used to be the class clown. I was the annoying kid in class and hell, maybe I still am. I don't know. Um, but like, I would always disrupt shit tr- just to try to get a laugh out of somebody at the wrong time. And as I got older, I learned how to do it. I learned that there was a time to and a time not to. And I learned, you know, a little bit of the comedic timing and, uh, and it worked out for me. But yeah, like I, a lot of people could not stand me in school. And, and you didn't get made fun of for anything? Like you, you, you like your name or you had a big nose or your dick was too big for your legs or there's no. That, that was definitely not the issue. You, you were not teased for? <laughs> no, no I, no, I can't really think of a time when I, I would really get made fun of or anything, you know. Um, it, was, uh, it was basically like, you know, oh, it's the annoying guy, you know. Why did you? Are you active duty? Yes, sir. Um, why did you? Um, in your your seventeen years? Yes, sir. Thank you, by the way. Absolutely, thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's hardcore. If you're if you're thirty eight, that means you've been in. I mean, came in when I was twenty one. Yep. Yeah, when you were a kid. Um. Uh. Why, what? What? Uh. What branch are you in? I'm in the Air Force. Oh no shit! Usually the guy who runs my back ends in the Air Force. Yep. He's based out of Iowa. Okay. Caleb, Caleb, where are you? You should be on the show. Maybe he'll pop in. <laughs> and, and, and why did you, um, why did you, what, is it called enlist? Sign yes, up? Yes, sir. Yeah. Why did enlist. you do that? Why did you do that? Um, I don't know. I guess to serve something greater than myself. You know, I mean, I know that's kind of a cliche answer, but you know, I'm from a little small town in North Alabama. And I could already see the writing on the wall that if I didn't do something that I was going to be stuck there for the rest of my life. And that's just not what I wanted. Some people want to grow up and live in small town America, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. Right. I didn't want to, you know, be born, grow up and live my adulthood and die and never see the world. And, you know, the best opportunity for that was was the military. So, and sure enough, 17 years in, I've I've been around the world twice and seen just about all 50 States and met some of the coolest dudes you've ever met in your life and chicks, you know, I I mean, really I have. And and so you're stoked on the decision. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the best decision I ever made. And, and now you're in your three years from getting out. Yes, sir. Holy cow. You must be like, Holy shit. I did it. Right. Well, I, I never celebrate talk across the finish line. I've seen too many videos of people celebrating early and lose the race. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Um, yes, any sir. chance you could be deployed? I mean, there's always that chance. Where I'm at right now, probably not. Not unless I not unless I volunteer or anything. Um, those opportunities don't come up a whole lot with what I'm doing right now. But um, there's always a possibility. If I well, do, what, I do. What What do you do there? Are you allowed to say? Um, I build bombs for a living. With I still these? got them all. Still got them all. Yeah. yeah. With these, you do it with these, <laughs> with your hands? Yeah. Well, well, I mean, when, like I say build bombs, I mean, they're already like a big giant shell. And we just add the components to make them blow up. Wow. And then, and then, um, and then and what happens after you build them? We deliver them out to the flight line and um, the uh, greasy, scummy loaders, put them on the aircraft. Wow. Wow, they're our rival uh, career field, so they're good people, though. And and um, do you have one specific bomb in specific you build? Like, hey, I do this one. No, just everything. I mean, really, uh, you know, J Dams. Uh, no you know, shit. Yeah, I mean, there's a, anything, anything in in the uh, in the Air Force inventory that blows up. 
we we mess with um, missiles, uh, bombs. Sorry, sorry, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. Uh, is that dangerous? Not really. I mean, oh, I guess okay. I, I mean, there's like a working lot in of a gas station. Is that dangerous? I mean, you're around all this flammable liquid. I, I, I mean, I mean, hell, I guess my job will be just as just as dangerous as somebody that works at a gas, you know, a gas <laughs> refinery or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, JDMs are the big ones. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, are, are you impressed with the technology? Are you impressed oh, yeah. with, the, with the whole oh, thing? Yeah. Like when you go there, you're like, my goodness, this is nuts. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah, like you're doing, the, working on the Lamborghini of bombs. Some of the stuff that comes through, you're just like, wow. <laughs> you know, I, to, to sit and think about somebody's mind, you know, thinking of this and then actually making it happen is insane. Um, did you have a comic did, w- when you were a kid that you liked? Was there anyone? I was a huge Abbott and Costello fan. I'm 49. I'm 10 years older than you. Well, I was actually just talking about this other day. I, I did stand up in Vegas while I was out there for the Cheer Choice Awards. And uh, for the what at, awards? Uh, the Cheer Choice Awards. It's uh, uh, Spread the Cheer USA uh, put on a uh, award show for all of social media. Okay. And they invited me out to be a presenter. And I was a. Uh, I was a finalist for two categories. Wow. I won the comedy, by the way. Um, beat, beat some very, very funny people. So I was like shocked. I didn't even write an acceptance speech. I just kind of winged it when I got up there. Um, but I, I was at Wise Guys Comedy Club in Vegas. And we were, you know, before we all went on for our sets, me and somebody else was talking in the back. And um, they asked me, you know, we got to talking about people we liked. I said, you know, the very first, um, the very first comic that I really watched and like studied how they, you know, how they presented the joke and how they transitioned and everything. Cause I've always been ever since I bought, you know, Chris rock, bigger, blacker, uncut. Um, ever since then I have, I have, I can't get enough of watching comics and watch them work and see how they deliver the punchline. You know, how many punchlines can you shove into one story, you know, and how can you transition from one story to the other? And they're so good at it, man. I love watching it. And I'm, I'm finally, I'm finally kind of like living my dream and able to do it myself. And and so Chris Rock was, was your, like as, as a kid, that was your guy. No, nah, Chappelle. Chappelle. Yeah. Dave Chappelle. Um, love, love the Chappelle show, which that was, you know, that was when I was a little bit older, mm-hmm. right. But coming up, you know, I, I really liked, uh, I really did like, uh, yeah. Dave Rock, uh, Chris Rock, Dave Rock, Dave Rock, Chris Rock. Yeah. Uh, Chris Rock is Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock's kid. <laughs> right. uh, what, what about Tosh point oh? I've always thought he was funny. Uh, he yeah. kind of misses me with some of the Alabama jokes, but it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> He's he's my he's my like all time favorite now. When I was he's, a kid, I liked the uh, I liked Rodney Dangerfield. Mm-hmm. I think I was really into crass humor. I loved, of course, Andrew Dice Clay. You know, he spoke yep. to the thirteen year old boy in me. One hundred percent. I hear something like two pieces of metal rubbing together. It stopped. Were you was doing it something? Me? I was I was spinning my my. Uh, little fidget toy i guess here ah yeah that's what we could call it my bad i'm sorry can i see it <laughs> i didn't know you could hear it oh it's literally just my uh charger <laughs> i was sitting here just spinning it on the table yes sir it's loud as hell my bad sorry about that no you're a good dude um, i have add i fidget man me too me too 
Um, so, so you did stand up in Vegas. Had you ever done stand up before? Um, it was really my first set, like being on stage by myself. I've done a couple other sets where there were other people on stage with me, and it was kind of like a you know a big meet and greet um, uh, in uh, Arlington, Texas, and then up in Maryland. But this was the first time that I got introduced, and like I was out there on my own. It was like either sink or swim, dude. And uh, and the set went really well. Absolutely killed it. Got a couple big pops out of the crowd. So it was it was fun. I don't think it's that thing you're spinning. I think it's no. something else. Maybe it's your turn your head right and left. Let me see. It's that. My don't bad. worry about it. Don't worry about it. This guy, Colin, says Sevon is sensitive to sounds. His big nose hears everything. Well, <laughs> it could be. I'll hold it up like this. Well, no. see, uh, no, I have AirPods, right? Mm-hmm. And and I have I'm supposed to be on my laptop right now with my GoPro. We just got back from Vegas not before last in like the middle of the night. My parents were here watching the kids and everything is scattered about. I called Crystal. I said, where's my GoPro at? She said, it's still in my purse. I was like, yeah, I'll figure it out. Where are my AirPods at? They're in her purse, too. So. Women. Hey, how do you hook your um, how do you hook your um, uh, GoPro up to your computer? So there's a, no, I have a, um, I have windows. Uh It's, there's an app you can get to use your GoPro as a webcam and the picture is phenomenal. And is it wireless or you hook it up with a wire? I hook it up through the uh, USB. And does, does the computer power the GoPro also? Yes, sir. Wow. Okay. So you got phenomenal. And where do you set the GoPro? Does it have its own little tripod or you sit on top of your laptop? No, I've got a, uh, it's, it's like a little attachment for it. it. It's like a clip that I just clipped to the top of the laptop. It turns it into a webcam. Mm-hmm. Man, that's dope. It's amazing. It really is. Best, How cool is technology? Best webcam I found. That's awesome. Um, so you, you're, I, I'm, um, I'm envious um, um, that you that you that you're doing stand up. I mean, that really is the. That would be my dream, like to to grow a fucking set of balls and do some stand up. That's really that's that's really cool that you're doing that. You still there? Yeah. We came out of sync a little bit. I shouldn't have talked about your setup. I'm sorry. I apologize. Tell your setup. I'm sorry. You can't hear me. Phantom power is the best. Yeah, it's crazy cool, right, Corey? <clears throat> and he's gone. Every minute I expect him to just switch. To, so do you want to give your money to the government or do you want to give it to other people so that they can spend it? And every time I bring that up, someone will be like, oh, so you believe in trickle down economics. Shut the fuck up. Stop playing that game. Hey, I'm sorry. That's okay. I just went straight back into my rant about taxes. Um, <laughs> so, so you're doing stand up. You're kind of living the dream and you're not even, I mean, you, you're, you're like, people talk about, Oh, did, I got into a flow state. Like you're really in a, in a lifetime flow state. Like you it's, didn't try to do stand up. You're, you're just following a path. Now you, you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're on a big river and you're in your, in your, you're swimming it. Yeah. And the cool thing is, is that I don't have to rely on it to make a living. I don't have to rely on anything to make a living. So everything that I'm doing, you know, right now is for fun and for experience that yeah. way in three years, you know, or sooner. I mean, if I, I mean, if I, if I blow up, you know, um, I may wind up having to get out of the military. Um, but, um, you know, that's not my plan right now. 
I'm, I'm having a blast doing what I'm doing. Uh, but everything's for experience and I don't know, I'm having a blast doing it. Did you do, when you went up, did you have crazy butterflies? Like, you, um, did you have that fight or fight or flight? Like you really wanted to just, no, you didn't want to run away. No, I walked up there just like I am right now. Like, let's do this. Wow. Like I, I, well, because I've got, I've got the mindset of, you know, um, I don't, <laughs> my mindset changed probably about a year ago. Um, I used to worry about everything. I worried about what people thought about me. I worried about, you know, what somebody else was going to do. I would always try to calculate other people's moves before they would make them. That way, you know, I could, you know, counter it or whatever. Dude, I changed my mindset to I don't worry about things I can't control anymore. If it is not within my control, I don't even worry about it. You know, somebody will send me information and I process it of, can I do something to fix this or can I not do something to fix this or I have no control over it. And if I don't have any control over it, it never enters my mind again. I don't care. How did you, how did you make that shift? Just so many people like, um, it was probably, probably around the time when like people were just coming at me all the time. Like, you know, this guy's this, this guy's that, and trying to put labels on me. And I'm like, I really don't give a shit what you think about me, you know? Like, why do I care what somebody has to say about me, you know, some faceless person on the internet that probably lives the most miserable life and is trying to bring somebody down for trying to make other people laugh? So, you know, that's kind of where I just spun around. I was like, I, I've learned quickly that there are there is nothing that I can possibly do as a human being to make everyone love me, period. I can't. Yeah, people hated Bob Marley. Yes, 100%. People hated Jesus Christ. I know. Hey, I was going to go there next. You know? Yeah. There's, there's nothing I can do to make everybody love me, so I don't care anymore. I'm just like, you know, if, if, if you want to fuck with me, let's roll. If you don't, there's nothing I can do about it. Oh, man, the comments. Speaking of assholes in the comments. Uh, Sevon, ask these questions. Ask the easy questions. Why does he have a beard while on active duty? That's an easy one. So back during COVID, um, we had to wear masks the whole time we were inside, right? Um, and we had to shave every single day. Well, for whatever reason happened, my skin did not take to getting, you know, scraped with a razor every morning and then wear a mask. And I have developed something on my chin to where when I shave, it is like just two giant bright red sore uh, patches on my face. And I, they gave me a shaving waiver where I don't have to shave anymore. Hey, Colin, um, do you remember those two bumps um, that you got on your chin after I rested my balls on your chin for 15 minutes? <laughs> do you remember those bumps? I think it's a, it's a little different um, for uh, <laughs> Justin, but, sa but same same thing. He got his from shaving. Uh, uh, what's the dumbest thing he's seen at work? Well, that's 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 a normally I would think that's a shitty question. That's a brilliant question for a guy who works in a bomb factory. I watched a dude walk across a bomb pad with a uh, with a live fuse in his hand, walking, not thinking about what he was doing, and he was taking the fuse and throwing it up in there and catching it, throwing it up in there and catching it. And I about lost my mind. I was like, this, like he's just in another world. Like he. It was like he was walking with a baseball, just tossing it up and catching it. And I was like, bro, what are you doing right now? Does that guy lose his job? Uh, no, he didn't. <laughs> because you talked to him before someone, like, really whacked him. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, we uh, we took care of it. 
Uh, Justin has a voice 10,000 times better than Sevon's. I agree. You can't compete with that accent. You cannot. Thank you. <laughs> you cannot. Um, when, um, you, you have a, you have a photo here of, with, uh, Taylor Swift. Well, it's not the real Taylor Swift. Oh, so it's, it's not. It's, no, it's my friend, Ashley. She, I don't know if it's a blessing or a curse that she looks just like Taylor. She doesn't even try to look like Taylor. Like she, like I've known her for about over a year now. And, uh, this was our first weekend getting to meet each other. And when she walked up to me in the casino, the first time we met, she wasn't fixed up or anything like this. And, and I'm telling you, like, the, she looks just like Taylor Swift. It is remarkable. Um, you're having a great hair day in this photo. I am. Um, I was killing it that day. It was some new product I was using. Yeah, wow. And, and that- just for all the viewers, listen, I am 38 and I do have gray in my beard. I do not use just for men. I don't give a shit enough to put anything in my hair. That's just the way the Lord chose for me to age. I can't help it. I have some gray in my beard too. Some yeah. guy came up to me the other day, ah, about a year ago, and he goes, hey, you should stop. You should either dye your beard or stop dyeing your hair because it's so obvious. And I'm like, <laughs> I get it all the time. I just I'm like, I don't dye shit. What are you talking right. about? Like I would have to care in order to dye my hair. Um, who who are these people? That guy is freaking awesome. So his Instagram and TikTok handle is creating wonders. And uh-huh. I'm sure you've saw his videos before. He's got like just this magical voice and he, he puts out like inspirational videos and one of the coolest dudes I've ever met. And, uh, and that's and his girl- wife and my wife. Uh, how cool is your wife? She, me and her are total opposites, but it works perfect. Yeah, it's amazing. It, when she's in your videos, I just really, I just can't stop staring at this lady's dress. <laughs> Look at those tattoos on her leg and her boobs are out. Yep. She, she um, was dressed to the nine. Um, when, when your wife is in these videos, um, is it hard to get her to do them or is she just cool? She's like, yeah, I'll do it. Oh, no, it's hard to get her to do them. But the first couple wasn't hard because I, I was like, uh, I was like, Here, here's what I need you to do, right? Um, yeah. Basically, here's your lines. Here's my lines. And just act like you normally do, like you're disappointed in me, right? And, right. um, uh, she, uh, the first couple, it wasn't an issue. And then, and then when she saw what the videos we were reacting to was, she was like, I don't want to do these videos. And then a couple of the paychecks started coming in and she was like, okay, I really don't mind doing these videos anymore. So this, 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 uh, this one. Oh, oh, she's not in this one. This, this is, this is my favorite video. This, this is my favorite video. Right? <laughs> I know which favorite. one is. This is my favorite. Y'all ought to be ashamed of yourself. Fix I'm gonna ask you a question that has nothing to do with anything. Are those Listen, girls boobs you know real in that picture? Can fly as fast as racehorses? Fun, fun fact about this yeah, video. So the chick in the blue. Yeah. Y'all ought to be ashamed yeah. of yourself. Fix so your phone she, One of my friends is her her aunt, right? And I didn't know this before I did the video. It's like it's like her her cousin's niece or something like that. Anyways. Like they know each other and like uh-huh. me and me and this chick are like really good friends. So she texted me after I posted that video and she was like, she was like, I'm dying right now. And she told me the relation and everything. She said, I got sent, you know, her, her pictures of her going to go into this dance or whatever, you know, or going out like this. And she was like, when I saw you, you, uh, 
you reacted to it. She's like, oh my good lord! Like Nunley done, Nunley done made her viral. So man, oh, do you know her Instagram account? That girl's Instagram account? Not a clue. I never ask. Smart, smart. I'll figure it out for you. Smart, smart. <laughs> crazy. That dress is crazy. So you think those boobs are real? I think so. I think they are too. They looked like it. Yeah, but I mean, it, I've been fooled before. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Um, so those videos, uh, the reason why I think your wife is so cool is because she, she I, I always just assume that when you make videos like that, she just understands you're just a dude. Right. Well, that I, you're no different I mean, than I, any other dude. There's dudes who tell the truth and there's dudes that lie. Right. And I, my, I always lie in the videos. Like I wasn't <coughs> looking at carrots, you know? Right. <laughs> I wasn't looking at that case back hoe behind the chick. I, <laughs> What's this? What does stitching mean? I heard you speaking with um, Jenny about it on that. You, um, you guys were talking about stitching. What does that That's mean? That's just the TikTok term for what I do with videos. Like it's a video at the front and then it's me, right? And it's just stitching two videos together. And is that built into TikTok? That ability it to is. edit like that? It is, yes, sir. So um, you'll be, let's say, in your car waiting to pick your kids up from somewhere and you'll be scrolling through TikTok and you'll see something and it will inspire you to want to say something. So then you just hit the button and you put stitch and it grabs it and you edit the length of it and yep. then you film your part. Yes, sir. And you post yeah. it. Well, yeah, and that's a feature that's built in TikTok. I've stopped <laughs> doing all my video editing and stuff on TikTok because I, I upload to Instagram and stuff as well, right? So I do everything off out that way because TikTok's only 780p. Um, Facebook and Instagram and YouTube are, you know, 1080. YouTube now has 4K, but who the hell has 4K display to watch YouTube on, right? Um, uh, or no, it's 8K. They have 8K now. Um, and I, I don't know anybody that has an 8K display. But um, I, I do everything off out that way. I can upload in, in 1080. Sorry, one second. Sorry. Hunter, hi. What's up, buddy? We're live on the air right now. Hello. Uh, Justin Nunley. Did I pronounce your name right, Justin? Yes, sir. Justin Nunley. I have no clue who he is. He must have very little followers. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on the show, Mr. Hunter. Hey, are you doing the show tonight with me or not? Yeah, I think so. I don't really even know what time it is. It's at 6 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Have mercy, that's pretty late, but I can come in. Okay, you're a good. Dude. We don't do like a two-hour saga. You can come and go whenever you want. We got a UFC fighter on who's fighting this weekend too, Jordan Levitt, the Monkey King. Wow. Yeah. All right, man. Okay. I look forward to it. Okay, love you. Bye. Say sorry to Justin. He's got way more followers than you'll ever have. He's thirty times the followers you do. That's okay, Justin. I think you're a great guy. I'm just giving you shit. All right. It's good to meet you, Hunter. All right, bye, brother. He's only got 100,000 followers. How dare he speak to a three millioner like you like that? How many followers do you have on TikTok now? 4.5. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a runaway train. It is. It is. And I, I tell you, somebody, uh, somebody commented, I, I announced last night on Facebook that I was, uh, I've just been named uh, the track ambassador for Bristol Motor Speedway for this upcoming weekend, right? So I'll be at the race for, for uh, Saturday and Sunday, and I'll be, you know, uh, shooting videos for Bristol all weekend. And somebody said, like, like you, uh, <coughs> like, have I missed something? Like, it seems like, like just like a couple of days ago, you were a ordinary citizen, and now you're like, you've been projected into this, you know, giant role. And I was like, 
was like, yeah, it's been a wild ride, but you know, I, I kind of feel like, uh, I kind of, I have no clue what I'm doing. I feel like the Clampets when they first went to Beverly Hills. Great reference. Great reference. The Clampets. How do you know the Clampets? You're only 38. How do you know the Clampets? I loved watching. Well, cause I grew, I grew up in North Alabama, you know? So like I grew up watching the old shows, uh, like, uh, you know, the Dukes of Hazzard, Hee Haw, the Beverly Hillbillies, the full nine. Um, the, another great photo of you, by the way, who took this? Uh, my friend Courtney, um, we actually work together. She works for me. Um, and she's, she's a great photographer. Courtney Garner yeah. photography. Yeah. Uh, um, Justin, please stand in front of this wall. Okay. Put that goop right. in your hair. Exactly. Okay. And did she, they ask she makes you for this photo? Exactly. Say uh, that again. She, they told me to send a bunch of, a bunch of, you know, pictures and I, well, she told me to send one picture and I, I, I just hate making decisions. So I sent her a bunch of them and said, here, uh, take whichever one you want. It's so cool. I mean, did you eat raccoons as a kid? No, we used to coon hunt though. Yeah. It, so what, why would you hunt them if you didn't eat how them? Did, how did you know about that? I just, just read just simple research on the internets, just followed you around on the internets. Really? I researched, like, yeah. How did, uh, where, where have I talked about coon I can't tell up? you that. I can't tell you that. I can't. That tell is you that. wild. Well, thank yeah, you. no, we, we used to, we used to coon hunt. And I tell you that, um, what we, we didn't waste the coon, right? There was a guy down the road that would, that would eat raccoon and we would always drop them off with him after you pulled the trophy out, of course. What's the trophy? So, uh, the, uh, the dick bone out of the coon. Serious? Yeah. So, uh, raccoons have a, have a bone in their dick, right? Uh-huh. And, and it's shaped like a J. And uh-huh. the bigger the coon, the bigger the trophy you get out of it. And a lot of people, a lot of the old timers and some of the younger guys still, they will whittle the end down and make a toothpick out of it. Wow. 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 Hey, can you get that on? Can you get that on Amazon? You can get it on Etsy. I saw them the other day. I was like looking like, do people sell these? And sure shit, they do on Etsy. Dude, if there were aliens um, who, who harvested humans for their cocks, I'd be like the prize. I'd have to be, I'd have to be hidden. I'd be like the prize catch. I would be, I would be the most sought after. Thank God. No one hunts us for giant cocks. Holy cow. My but is goodness. that not wild though? That like, yes, like, it's just crazy. That's like, uh, you know, just things in like subcultures that you would not even know unless you talk to somebody, but yeah, sure. Sure enough. Um, man, there's too many questions fighting for, for to, to come out of my mouth. Settle down, boys. Settle down. Well, you, um, you cut, you cut it out, right? You cut it out. And, and, uh, you put it, you put it down in, uh, uh, like Clorox or something until all the meat falls off of it and it's good and disinfected and clean and white and everything. Then you, you whittle it down. You've got a nice little J hook on one end and a toothpick on the other. I'd do that. I'd get one of those. I, if, if I remember, I will go on to Etsy and get one of those. You got to check it out. Yeah. Um, so you would, what if you got a, a girl, do they have any trophies? No, no. You're not no, like, damn, this one's got some huge fallopian tubes. <laughs> no, you don't no, save anything. No. 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 And, and then so you would kill them and you take them to a guy and he would eat them. You just grab the cock and run. Right, basically. Story wow. of my life. Do you well, have any? I don't. I, my dad still has them all, right? I don't know. I, I think he does. I haven't asked him for any coon cocks lately, but um, I'm sure there's some laying around. 
Just a cigar box full of cocks. Yep. <laughs> we don't have a we don't have a bone. We don't have any um, bone in our cock, right? That's all cartilage. That thing's correct. That thing will shrivel up. Like you can push, but that you thing can break and, it. Did you know that? I think, like, yeah, I think I did know that because I, I have a friend who's a urologist and he told me they have a record number of breaks during COVID because people are inside. People doing some weird shit during COVID, man. Yeah. yeah. People are testing their limits. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. I'm going to throw you up in the air and you're going to try to land. Your hole's going to try to land on this stick. <laughs> hey, do you work out? Speaking of um, throwing girls around. Um, I used to work out a lot, right? I used to be real big into bodybuilding. And, uh -huh. um, I've had, I've had three shoulder surgeries now. My elbows jacked up. I've got a steel plate in my neck and my, I've got a bad back. So I really don't, I don't lift or anything a whole lot anymore. What I, do you do? I, you got to do something. I do. I, I'll run or I'll, uh, you know, I've got a weighted vest. Um, I'll throw a weighted vest on and go walk for a couple hours. Um, I, I tried okay. CrossFit one time. Yeah. And I threw up, never went back. <laughs> Uh, oh, I thought you were going to pull your hand away and be naked. Isn't that? No, no, no. I see that on Instagram. No, I got a notification. I think it said, I think it said 20% battery left. Nah, you know, we'll, we'll see how this goes. If I go yeah. dead, I'll be back on my okay. iPad. Okay. Um, um, what about an assault bike? Have you thought about doing that? An get assault one of those? bike? Assault bike. I'll show you what, what is that? You got, you got to get one of these. Let me see. I actually did buy a treadmill, uh, for the bedroom. First, uh, first, like big purchase like that I've ever made. Sounds kinky. So this is what I'm. I, you have to. You have to. Work, here's why I think you have to work out. I think it will inspire your creativity. Right. Um. It uh, does. Every time I go for a run or I go for a walk or something. And when I say walk, I'm like not. I'm not. You know, just through the. Uh, okay. Yeah, I know what that is. So I think. So I think you should get this, and I think you should get a, a TV. And put it on a wall and a headset. Mm -hmm. So basically, so yesterday, um, even though I was, I was sick as a dog yesterday, I think I've had COVID for the 15th time today or this month. <laughs> and, um, and, I, and I just get on this thing for 10 minutes and then I just watch, uh, I, I research you through using Apple TV. I search all around looking for anything I can find on you. Then I get off and I stretch for 10 minutes, but I'm still doing research. I have my phone there. I swing a mace around a little bit. Then I get on for another 10 minutes. And then, you know, 40 minutes have passed and I'm just completely covered in sweat. But really, I'm just taking the the master's class in Justin Noonley. I like it. I like yeah. it. Where did you find the information about the coon hunting? Sir, I cannot that's, tell that's, you. Sir, I'm going to dive down you. a rabbit hole myself today. And see if you can find it. Sir, yep. I, cannot, I cannot tell you. But I thank all your immediate family members for jumping on short calls with me to, like uh, <laughs> talk, to talk to me about your childhood. <laughs> oh, Is, Lord. Do your mom and dad have any idea of... of um? what you're dabbling in and what, and, 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 and sort of the, the, the additions you've made to your life in the last year. Uh, they figured it out real quick when we went to, uh, when we went to St. Louis, like I'm, I'm, I don't talk about, you know, I don't brag or anything like that. Like I just, I just kind of live my life and have a good time. Um, and let, let what happens happen. But when we went to St. Louis, my, me and my dad was talking and, and we was stopping for lunch or for breakfast in Cracker Barrel they're in like Podunk, Mississippi. I mean, it was in the middle of nowhere. And uh, and he said, well, I, you know, make it a joke. He said, well, I bet won't nobody in here recognize you. And I said, Dad, I'll uh, I'll bet you $100 they do. 
Somebody will come up and want to take a picture. He said, there ain't no way I'll take that bet, right? Um, four people came up to me wow. while we were having breakfast. It was like, can we get a picture together? And uh, I think <laughs> that they realized it then, you know, that it had <clears throat> kind of gotten a little bit bigger. So, How about the people at your work? Are they cracking up? They must love it. Yeah, well, no, I mean, they, we don't ever even really talk about it. It's just like, you know, I'm just... I'm just a regular dude, you know? Right. And I'm just the same old guy that they always knew. I just have a verified social media account now, you know? Um, are, are you, are you, are you in a creative peak? Like, do you feel you're just oozing with creativity right now? I've been holding back for years. Yeah. So, what? I mean, like, I don't know. My mind just works different. I think, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I've always looked for a punchline in every single situation in my life, you know, to, to either turn awkward situations into not awkward situations or, you know, tragic situations into something funny. I've just, my mind's always worked like that. So now it's just like, it's like second nature to me. It's like, I'm, I'm sitting there scrolling, you know, scrolling before you were scrolling, uh, uh, Instagram reels and I'm, you know, I see a video and I have a you know, punchline pop into my head and I'm like, ah, there we go. These, do people love it when they get incorporated into your video? They used to not, but they do now. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. They that's used to, awesome. I, I yeah, used to get a couple mess. Yeah. I used to get a couple messages and now, um, I used to get messages of people that hated it. Now everybody messaged me and says, Hey, thanks for the shout out, you know, because I've, <laughs> I've, I've become known as that guy. You know, do you tag? Do they get tagged in your video? Oh, I tag them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I, I, good I, dude. I made fun of uh, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith the other day, and I tagged her in it. You know, um, Kim Kardashian. I, I clowned on her and uh, Ray J's DIY video, and I, I tagged her in it. So, God, she's hot. Yeah. Yeah. I God, just saw. I just saw. You know, she's morning. from the same gene pool as me. Really? Yeah. She's Armenian, and I'm Armenian. There we go. Now, uh, I tell hey, you the, listen, did you know? Listen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, before, uh, no, listen, did you know on this one, did you know that before uh, OJ got in the white Bronco with Al Callens back in the day, OJ was sitting on Kim Kardashian's bed um, trying to figure out what he was going to do. And, uh, yep. <clears throat> and she was a little girl then, right? Yep, yep. She, I, I, I watched that, I watched the uh, miniseries that Cuba Gooding was in. Yeah. And and that and I and I was really fascinated by how close the Kardashians were with all that. Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize like it was that close. Like I knew that he would he represented OJ, but you know to think about OJ being you know there in that house, um, you know right before he got in the Bronco, the infamous Bronco chase um, was was wild to to think about. Um, a, a friend of mine used to be married to Marcus Allen, who was mm -hmm. a, a running back for the Raiders back then, and and she was friends with OJ. And I got to sit down with her for one night, for like for like three hours. She told me shit. I was just like, holy crap, dude! I being around being around some people, uh, like like celebrity status people. Yeah, yeah. Bro, they are wild. They're wild, man. Like they are not normal people. <laughs> no, no, no. They um, I. I don't feel like anyone great is, is, is normal. Mm -mm. Well, I think we're all great. I think that just, so I think you hit some, you said something that kind of, that hit me hard. You said you've been holding back. I think everyone's holding back. I decided to stop holding back. Stop holding yeah. back, bro. Yeah. Like, why you are you holding back? Go ahead. Go ahead. Why are you holding back? Stop. 
Yeah. Like the only reason why you're holding Because I don't want to lose my job. I don't want my mom and dad to judge me because I don't want, I mean, it's, it's social pressure, right? Well, I mean, I, and I get that to a certain extent. I mean, if you're going to get like deplatformed or something, you know, then you might want to hold back a little bit, you know, but I don't know. I say, I say toe the line as much as you can. Because I, I tell you, if, if people if people don't speak out, if people don't start speaking their minds now, that like our 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 way of life is as we know it, our kids are and grandkids are not gonna know it. We have freedom of speech, but but people try at every opportunity to kill that. Look at what happened with, with Chris Rock and you know, Will Smith. A lot of people took Will Smith's side and said, you know, well, Chris Rock went a little too far. No, he told a joke. He didn't go too far. You know, like if you can't if you can't take a joke, then roll. You know, it's his, wife, his wife went too far. One hundred percent. Chris Rock didn't go too far. His wife went too far. Yeah. Well, no, Will Smith went too far. I'm Yo, sorry, Jada, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, sorry, Will Smith went too far. Jada didn't get up. Yeah, Jada yeah, yeah. Jada went it. too far. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Chris Rock didn't go too far. It's a total joke. It is the, our whole society, and you know, uh, our whole society thinks that you know words matter more than words matter more than actions. Look at any like political type spectrum, or you know, social media or celebrity, like <laughs> like your words matter way more than your actions. People can do some of the nastiest, most vile things, and they get a pass. But if you say one thing wrong that goes against what cancel culture thinks is, you know, a, uh, you know, executionable offense, then you're done. You're done. The floor. Oh, shoot. In another language, you feel nothing. Uh, You don't mean uh. it. You. In another language, you feel nothing. They don't mean anything to you because it's you who puts the meaning to it. Me, I know what it means, but it doesn't matter how hard I scream them to you. You might start laughing. Take their words, take away the value of the words and drop them to the floor. If you take that away, they fall to the ground. They never get to touch you. They are nothing. If I start insulting you in another language, you feel nothing. This is such a profound statement, what she is saying. Words mean nothing. I've said this on my show a million times, and it's amazing how many people do not get this because they don't know the difference between the reality in their heads and words. We have words that we demand upon birth that all Jewish children are offended by, that all black kids are offended by. That all Mexicans, why would you allow, well, I would never teach my kids to be offended by anything that's waiting for them on this great planet. And for, and, and those of you who think you're social justice warriors who are demanding people get canceled for saying these words, what all you're doing, you think you're doing something good, but all you're doing is demanding that little kids be offended. You are a, you are a mean, emotionally abusive psychologically torturing animal that is that's why i had to leave the left sorry to make this about politics i I couldn't do it anymore under the guise of being loving creatures they're demanding that people they're demanding that uh uh, people be offended i can't do that to anyone i don't want to argue other human beings limitations for them you're free let no word let no word touch you 
I absolve you of your of, of all. I, I set you all free. I had to be canceled, Justin. That's that's how I got set free. I was already pretty wild and free already. I, 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 I um cancel culture's bullshit anyway. But, but when they like, canceled me, I was like, all right, I'm coming. After about a year, I'm like, fuck it. I'm never ever. I'm coming. I'm coming out hard. You can't cancel somebody that doesn't care. Right. You know, it's not like you you can say you're canceled and I'm just going to go away and hide. You know, right. some people may. I'm not going to. I'm yeah. not going to shut up. You know, um, I'm I'm here to make people happy and laugh. And if that's not what you want out of life, <laughs> block me and move on, dude. Yeah. Like it doesn't bother me. Did you say bit. blow me and move on? No, block me. Oh, oh, oh. You know, I like blow me and move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh. Yeah. Oh my. Goodness. I don't know. You gotta love it. Unfucking cancelable. Um, I'm and I'm I'll pretty. You, and I'll tell you, you know, like how much I don't give a shit about what people's politics or religion is. I had no clue before <laughs> I came on your show that, that, that you do politics. I, I yeah. had no clue that you was, you was rattling. I've been on people's podcasts that are left leaning and, you know, uh, we never, we never even talk about it or anything. Like I, I don't give a shit, you know, like everybody, everybody's the way they are is based off their experiences in life, you right. know, and who am I to tell somebody else that, you know, well, you should believe this. You know, I, I don't know. Ever, that's what makes America so great is that we can all live in the same damn place and all have like, like different experiences to draw us to different conclusions on where things should go. I think it's kind of cool. It is cool. I just wish that um, uh, more people understood um, how to think. Like there are people out there who there, there's a story of the Queen of England. She took uh, two weeks off the calendar, and the citizenry of the of of the UK then panicked because they thought they lost two weeks of their life. And we live in a society where people really think it's it's like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's people who think that red really means stop, like it's biblical. Brought. That it's not something they think that money actually has value. They they don't forget that like, hey, we're we're agreeing on some shit to make some shit work. This isn't the reality is just ooga booga, you know. But I, I I appreciate the different people too. But I but I can't. Um, it, uh, a friend of mine told me Greg Glassman, the founder of CrossFit, said to me one time, the, the only debate you bring a gun to is the freedom of speech debate. And if you lose that debate, you shoot the guy. You cannot, you cannot lose. We cannot lose that debate, the freedom of speech debate. Mm-hmm. We, I agree. We have to have freedom of speech. And that's what people don't understand. And you have to be able to think clearly. You can't outlaw hate speech because what's hate speech today is it, that's subjective. You, it, it's under this guise that you're doing something nice. Me telling Justin mm-hmm. N- Nunley that I love him and would love to shower with him naked. Some people think that's hate speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean uh, the most offensive, the most offensive voice should be the most protected voice. Period. Because wow. if you don't protect that yes. voice, yes. Th- all the other voices don't matter anymore. Because because you don't have one. I've been to other countries where you can't say whatever the hell you want to say. You know, you don't have freedoms that you have in this country. Like you have to protect the most offensive voice. You have to, that has to be the most protective voice there is. I love that. That sets the bar so high. Um, is it is it every day? Do you make one, uh, um, content every day? Every day. I mean, you, I've had probably six comedians on this show. You're the only one who's been funny. I didn't know I was funny. Yeah, you're funny. I wasn't it's trying like, to be yet. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like pulling teeth. Most of them seem damaged. 
to me. Yeah, I don't because people I'm, it's like I said earlier, people care too much about what other people think. Like I clicked on the on the chat. Just say that's why my finger was in front of here like this. But uh-huh. I was looking at the chat and I was like, you know, I wonder if I'm getting if I'm getting roasted in the comment section. I haven't even looked at it yet. Um, but I mean, I, at the at the end of the day, like, I mean, even if I was, it's not going to change what I'm doing right now. I don't I don't care. You know, you can heckle me while I'm on stage, you know, doing something and I'm just going to, I'm going to roast on you. I'm going to have fun. I'm just, we're not here for very long, man. You know, like at the end of the day, we are like, the, you know, we, the good book says our life is but a vapor. It appears for a moment and then vanisheth away. We're going to be gone before we know it in a hundred years In a hundred years, we will not exist in 200 years. Nobody will know we existed. So, right. I mean, what this life is what you make of it. If you want to walk around and be miserable, your whole damn life, be my guest. I'm not going to. And you and you advise against it. Yeah. I think um, a, f- a few times in my life, I've said things or done actions to try to hurt people. Like, mm-hmm. like just to be, you know, mean, like say something like fuck you or something. And mm-hmm. um, outside, and I never feel good doing that. Mm-hmm. Never. I'm never like, yeah, I really got them. I, I always like go to bed at night being like, that wasn't cool. You know that- what? I've, one thing that I always, I've, I've always done is that the moment that I realize that I have done that and I have I have said something, I immediately, I don't care how mad I still am at that person, I immediately turn around and say, you know what? My bad. I'm sorry. I should not have said that. You know, um, even because, to your kids, you do that to your kids. Yeah. Yeah. I did it to my kids the other day. I, you know, I, I forget what it was. Like I didn't beat the hell out of them or anything, but, uh, after, after, you know, the stern talking to, uh, I turned around and I was like, dude, I'm sorry, man. Like I, I, I kind of blew off handle on that one, you know? And it wasn't that I was being soft with him or anything. Like he understood, he understood what he did wrong. Um, you know, I corrected the, corrected the behavior. He understood why he was being corrected. And then I just pushed it even further when I shouldn't have, you know, I should just. Right. Right. Well said. That's what I do too. Sometimes I push it too far. Yep. It's like getting Um, pulled over and getting talked to by the cop and then he'd still write you a ticket. It's like, dude, either give me a stern talking to or write me the ticket. Don't do both. Let's just move on about our lives. Yeah. You know. When's the last time you've been pulled over by the cops? Dude, I got a ticket last week. The uh, oh. the state trooper, he, uh, and I was, I was, look, I deserve the ticket. There's no doubt in my mind. I deserve You were high ticket. on fentanyl. Yes, 100%. Just blitzed out of my mind. No, yeah. I was, uh, I was speeding and I was, I was excessively speeding, I would say. Um, I didn't realize I was, I just wasn't paying attention to the speedometer. And, uh, and he pulled me over and he came over to the window and he just kind of looked at me. I was like, yeah, my bad, man. Like, that's on me, like whatever you want to do. And he was like, he said, okay, hand me your license registration. He, I, you know, he went back, came back with a ticket, handed me the ticket, told me everything, said, love your videos, bro. Keep killing it. And then rolled back to his car. And I was like, yeah, I'm not even mad. Like I deserve that one. You know, I give you a pass from the cop. Right. Well, I mean, I have gotten them before. I've, I've had a cop pull me out and want to take a selfie, but I was just like, I never expected. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. if I'm screwing up, I deserve it. You know, yeah, that's, yeah, it is yeah. what it is. Yeah. I, I think he did the right thing, but I, I I would do the wrong thing if I was a cop. Maybe that's why I'm not a cop. I was actually I, glad he ticketed me for it, to be honest. Like, no it, it, yeah, I mean, it, the money wasn't that bad. I mean, I'm not going to pay that much money, but it was just like one of those things. It's like, dude, you had to take time out of your day to pull me over because I was being a fuckhead. <coughs> like, brought me a ticket, you know? Um, why do Why do podcasts? Like, why do a podcast with some random dude who slides into your DMs? Dude, I've never said no to a podcast. 
Really? I'd never have. Like I've done, I've done a lot of them. I've done, I've done big podcasts. I've done, you know, I've been the first guest on people's podcasts before when they start up. Yeah. Um, don't ever ask me to be on your podcast. Anyone out there, right. <laughs> especially if it's your first one, fuck you guys. I, th- th- if that's your opening statement to me, Hey, I'm starting a podcast. I, you'd be a great first guest. Fuck off. I cut your teeth, man. I don't want to oh, carry say, that but shit. But let me say this. Since I You're a good that, dude. Whoever's in here right now, do not start flooding my shit with, with <laughs> I don't have time. Okay. <laughs> like I, uh, and to be honest, like, I mean, there's so many podcasts out there. Like, you know, um, I hadn't, I had never been introduced to your podcast until last week when we spoke and I listened to, you know, listen to a few. Um, but I mean, it's fun. You like lose it. more followers and gain more followers in a day. Your count fluctuates than I have um, followers. Yeah. You think so? <laughs> I know so. Well, I, it's funny because one of my buddies here in Fort Walton, um, he's real big into CrossFit, right? And you know how you know if somebody likes CrossFit, they'll tell you, right? Um, and they will tell you over and over. But he uh, he absolutely loves his podcast. He's like, dude, I am so excited you're going on here. So Small world. Yep, very small world. Yeah, this the, the CrossFit cult is strong. Um it's strong. It's people who it's, it's, it's a good group of people who really t- take personal accountability and personal responsibility uh, seriously. And they have um, faith that they can control the health of their life by movement and diet. I mean, right. and, 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 and we're only as the, as society gets sicker as a whole, we're only getting we're our, that brings our bond even closer. Right. Right. One of the ones at Starbucks just ordering black coffee. Well, my, you know, my funny story, my son, uh, Two weeks ago, um, I've been telling them, I'm like, how many sons do you have? How many I kids? Have, I have two. I have an 11 year old and an eight year old. Okay. And the 11 year old came to me because we take them to the CrossFit gym every summer. They have open workouts uh, like three times a week and they love doing it. Absolutely love doing it. Um, and I, I kept telling my oldest, I'm like, hey, man, I said, I'm not going to push you. You know, you're only 11. But if you, if you want me to get us a, uh, a membership, we'll start going, you know, meaning work out together or whatever. Kind of like a little bonding time or whatever. Yes, I love and, uh, it. He finally came to me two weeks ago and he said, I think I want to do the CrossFit thing. I said, I, now let me tell you this right now. Like if we do it, we're doing it, right? Like we're, yep. we're going all in. And he was like, okay, I'm cool with it. So, Hey, uh, do you know the owner there, Justin? I do not. They, um, I know one of the, one of the instructors there, but I don't know the owner. Okay. This is all I say to you. Do not be afraid to push back. Like these people don't know how fit they are. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and 99% of the gyms are amazing. The coaches are amazing, mm-hmm. but don't, don't be afraid to push back. Like if they're like, Hey, run a 400, you're, you're, especially with all the, the injuries and shit you got, you mm-hmm. should always just say to them, what's a sub. Or like if, if dudes, if dudes are like putting 200 pounds over their head, don't hesitate to just put PVC. Right. From, do you know what I mean? You, yeah. you will. Like I just watched a, a clip of Arnold um, uh, yesterday um, that, that popped up on my YouTube and to get a pump, him and another guy were just pulling back and forth on a towel. Like for someone like you right now with your injuries, any movement's going to be fucking awesome. And right. you're going to get fit. Do not let anything in there, like get into your head. Let right. your son do all the strong, crazy shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Right. Seriously pace yourself or else you'll leave again. You'll be like, right. fuck yeah. these guys. Yeah. I mean, that's what happened with the bodybuilding, man. I'm telling you, my shoulders just gave right. out. I, I tore my slap tendon and my bicep fell into my elbow. And I was like, well, this is kind of the end of it, you know? So were you on, were you on drugs? 
Do you no. have steroids or anything? No, I was just, I was going really hard. I was big. I got, I got really big, really fast. Like I was, I was, uh, I was doing some, some crazy shit. I wouldn't do any drugs or anything. Um, but I was, I was, I was going hard. I, 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 I don't, I think I'm 49 or no, I'm 50. I don't think I'll ever do drugs. Um, any kind of like performance enhancing drugs. But, but when I, when I see those guys, I want to, I, I just want to like, They've know what great it's like. Physiques. I want to know what it's like to be just like, Dude. just huge. And, and then, and then, and then I go get my whole body, all the hair on my body taken off and just like, absolutely just jacked and walk around in a little banana hammock and right. <laughs> I'm probably never going to have it, but I want it. Do you have any tattoos? I do. I do. I've got, uh, I've got several. I've got, uh, Probably my most, uh, my, the one that I'm most proud of is the one on my ass. And what does that one say? You'll have to, you'll have to see it in person to figure it out. <laughs> There's only a few people that know what it says. Um, uh, I really um, do want to get Roy Orbison tattooed on one of my ass cheeks. So, wow, why is that? You know, just a hat tip to the water boy. Wow, you know, with the coach with the Roy Orbison tattoo. It, I've it, always thought that shit's hilarious. It, that's from the movie Waterboy. Yeah, yeah. Where he said, you know, uh, he said, you know, my mom, I wanted a tattoo of Roy Orbison on my ass when I was in when I was in college. My mom wouldn't let me. He pulled his pants down. He said, but what mama don't know won't hurt her. Let me see if I can. Roy Orbison reference in Adam Sandler's. Yeah. Oh, is, is is that a scene with uh, Henry Winkler? Yep, yep. It's Henry Winkler with him on his ass. Let's see if we can. Let's see if we can pull this up and not get in trouble. I've always thought that was the funniest, funny one of the funniest scenes in a movie because it's like out of nowhere. Okay. You know, when I was your age, my mother told me not to get a tattoo of Roy Orbison. <laughs> but what Mama don't know won't hurt her. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to make the right decision. It never gets old. <laughs> never gets old. <sighs> that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh that's one of those scenes <coughs> in a movie that's like, you know, just out of just left field that you did not see coming. And it is always funny when you watch it. Hey, um, is that Adam Sandler? Yeah. He's so young. Yeah. How old is that movie? I don't know, probably like early 2000s. Um, I'm not a movie line guy. Do, or do, um, uh, I, I, I spend a lot of time hanging out with CrossFit athletes mm-hmm. and just athletes in general, and they seem to all be movie guys. Like the like when you're in the locker room, especially the dudes, they're just saying movie lines. Quote movie quotes. Yes. Dude, I'm telling you, CrossFit and the military are, are almost like one in the same. Like yeah. it's the same dudes, man. Everybody's got the same personality, you know. Of course, you've got your few outliers that are just right. weirdos, you know. Right. But uh, for the most part, like everybody's just the same dude. Even the chicks are the same dude, you know. Yeah, they they all talk in, mo- in movie talk. I always yeah. feel left out. I always feel left out. I'm like, yeah, I've seen that movie 13 times. I don't remember that part. Right. <laughs> I just don't remember movies. Um, did you really try to get on Jeopardy three times? I did. I did. And then the son of a bitch has never called me back. 
Um, how's that work? What does that mean um, that you tried to get on Jeopardy? So you you uh, how it used to work is that like you would you would apply right, and they would send you a certain time that you had to do the the thing, and you would do the quiz on the computer, and you would only that you would have to read the question yourself and then hurry up and answer. And it's like like you damn near got to be a speed reader, you know, to do this, and you're monitored the whole time. Um, from what I remember. Um, and, and I just never got called back now that Alex Trebek's not on there. Like I have no interest in doing it no more. So uh, did, you, did you not get called on? Cause you weren't able to do it fast enough. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I feel like I nailed most of the questions. Like, cause I'm pretty good with, you know, random trivia. And, um, I, like I, I watched Jeopardy every day. Absolutely love it. Watched it ever since I was like eight years old. Um, love watching it for the, for the interesting. I've always been into interesting facts. Um, and I, I usually do pretty well at it. So I, I really think that like coming on a show, I, I, I feel like that they give you subjects to study. And uh-huh. I feel like like I can retain information like that. You know, I really feel like I would do well on that show. Um, how long have you and your wife been married? 13 years. Okay. So she met you when she was, you don't know. I think it's 13. Um, uh, I'm so going to be in met- trouble. Thanks, Dick. <laughs> she she met you in the military uh i so no we we were all we've known each other since we were little kids oh shit yeah we went to the same church um growing up and everything and um she was like four years older than me um so we never dated or anything like that in high school but once i got out and um i was in the military my mom kind of fixed us up my mom saw her out one day and they get talking about me and mom was like I'll give you his email address because this was back in the day. So, hey, do, um, do you remember her in the church? Like as a ten year old boy, and she was fourteen, and she was oh, like yeah. already wearing like a training bra, and you're like, Damn, oh, yeah. that's a girl. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yep. Wow. But of course, she didn't want nothing to do with me because, like I said earlier, I was the annoying kid in class, you know, and in youth group and everywhere else. Crazy. I, I, I use the term training bra. I don't even know. That's like something like I probably learned from watching the Brady Bunch or something. <laughs> Marsha or Jan. Um, uh, I had David Taylor on yesterday. He is the um, gold medalist from the 2021 Tokyo Olympics in wrestling. Okay. And I asked him how he met his wife. And when he was 10, he wrestled her in a tournament, in a state tournament. Did she beat him? No, he whooped her. Nice. And 30 Atta seconds. Boy. Atta boy, yeah. Dave. Yeah. He said he was terrified that she would whoop him. Dude, I, if, if you would have said yes, I would have called him a pussy right here. <laughs> this guy's so not a pussy. No. I, do, oh I, I think God. I'm pretty sure I know who you're talking about. He was on WrestleMania a couple weeks ago, wasn't he? Oh, maybe. They, they, I think they introduced him out there. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. uh, they call him Magic, the Magic Man. David the Magic Man Taylor. Won the gold like medal a, in the twenty. Sounds like a stripper name, man. It does. It totally does. Yeah. It totally. The magic does. And, he, and he's got a stripper's body too. The magic man just coming in, just just dropping glitter everywhere. Um, I went to um, I went to WrestleMania one. No way. Yeah, I mean, not live, but I went to like you know it was before it was closed closed right. caption, so you had to go to a big old auditorium. I went in yep. Richmond, California, just right across the bridge from San Francisco. And there's a big, huge auditorium and we all packed in there and then they played it on like a giant screen, like half the size of an IMAX screen. And back then, that was huge. Well, I went to WrestleMania 34. Okay. But I'm more jealous of your experience. What, when, what, when was WrestleMania 34? Is that in the last five years? 
2018, 2019. It was in New Orleans. Like it was like, uh, it was really cool. It was before they split it up into two days. So like we were there for eight hours of wrestling. Now WrestleMania is two days. Yeah, they do it over Friday night and Saturday night. Well, we went, which which is way better because when we went, like we were there from like um, 11 o'clock in the morning until 10 o'clock that night watching matches. Hey, um, is, is it starting to become like a festival? Like do they have a vendor village and all that shit? It's wild. Absolutely insane. It's the craziest shit I've ever seen. I've been to a lot of sporting events. I've been to a World Series game, which I went to this past year. Go Braves. Um, I've never seen. I've never been to a Super Bowl, but I've never seen anything like WrestleMania. It was wild. I went to a Super Bowl. Which it was, one? It was so stupid. You're kind of asking the wrong guy, though. Uh, I went to... Um, uh, do they have some giant stadium in Dallas? Yeah, yeah, Arlington. And I think it was the grand opening of that stadium and they did the Super Bowl there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they had they probably had like 7,000 TV sets in there, like all it's, around. It's wild. That place is insane. You've been in there? Yes. I, I went to uh, I went and watched Alabama play in there a couple of years ago. And the the <laughs> that TV is it. You find yourself watching the TV more than you do the field. No, nobody watched the game. Nobody no. watched the game. I was sitting like right next to Snoop Dogg and, and his bouncers and shit. And no one's watching the game. Everyone's watching the TV. You, and you're like, I'm not going to watch, watch the TV. I'm not going to watch the TV. Nope, I'm watching the TV. And you find yourself just watching it, and the sh- the game is wild. Like I mean, it's a beautiful screen, but I think it really kind of ta- that screen takes away a little bit from the experience. And then we had little we had little screens like ninety inches just everywhere too, like near us. Right. Oh yeah. And it They're was just, everywhere. Yeah. We sh- we showed up at halftime, and we left before fourth quarter started. I don't. I couldn't even tell you who was playing in it. I just remember thinking, wow, that this is a uh, this is a miserable experience. You didn't enjoy it. No, I thought. I thought. I, I no. You're not a football guy. I used. To, I mean, I used to be. I used to love the 49ers and the Raiders when I was a kid. You know, Jim Plunkett, mm-hmm. Joe Montana. Um, you know, Studio. Ronnie Lott, Marcus Allen. I probably watched all their shit for like five years. But yeah. but I realized that I wasn't a football fan because if they didn't go to the Super Bowl, I didn't. I didn't watch it. I was. I was. A, I was a team fan, but not a sport fan. I mean, I feel that I'm a I'm a college football fan, but if Alabama's not in the national championship, I'm going to watch. But I'm not. I could give two shits. I could get up and go to the bathroom during the game. And right, you know, right, yeah. I um I felt like most of the people were there at the Super Bowl just to say they went there. Right. So you live in San Francisco. I live in Santa Cruz, south of San Francisco. Like, yeah. So I've I've got some family that lives in Hollister. I've oh shit, dude. I love wow. that area. Love that area. It's yeah, beautiful. it's very close to me. I went to Santa Cruz for my first time uh, back about four years ago. Really cool place. I got a bunch of cool pictures from there. <laughs> yeah, great, great beach town. So like mm-hmm. um, here, it's 8.15 in the morning here. When we get off, I'll immediately just take my kids and, and either go to the beach or the skate park or go play. T- it's dope. Nice. It's a, it's a fantastic. But the people aren't, um, the people are broken. Yeah. Yeah, they're broken. Most of them, the vast majority of them are broken, unfortunately. Oh, I think that's everybody, man. I think that's everywhere, to be honest. Everybody's, I'm, not, bro- I'm every- not broken. No, I'm, well, I mean, for like the most part, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody's trapped in this, you know, Monday through Friday, nine to five mindset, <sighs> and everybody works for the weekend. How fucking miserable is that to think about? Like, you're, you, like the only thing that brings you happiness is the end of your week. Yeah, like you mean like people who go on cruises? Yeah. 
Have you ever been on a cruise? No. Yeah. Have you? Once. Are you going to go again? No, no, never. I would never, ever, 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 unless you get so rich and you get a big old yacht and invite me on it. I'm not. What is your idea of a, of an ideal vacation? Anywhere my kids are. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. I'm not a vacation guy. I do no compartmentalizing in my life. It's just one. I'm I'm a lot like that. Yeah. It's just one. um, It's just one. And maybe my shit gets shortchanged a little bit, but um, yeah, I was on, I I was on a cruise and basically for half the people on the cruise, I'd say at least it's just an eating expedition and it's crazy. It's crazy. And kind of the last thing I want to do on vacation is eat. I just want to, I kind of maybe just want to stay drunk and then just in being like mostly naked, a pair of shorts. Right. That's what, I mean, when we were out in Vegas Mm -hmm. uh, this past week, that was like a little mini vacation. That was the first time that Crystal and I have really went somewhere without the kids in a really, really long time. And like eating was like a, a, you know, side thought. Like we didn't even, we didn't plan anything around eating. We would get, you know, all the way through the day and we're like, we didn't even eat. We didn't even eat lunch. Like we didn't eat breakfast or lunch. We grabbed coffee and rolled. And uh, I don't know. That, I think that's the most fun. You know. I agree. Hey, a coffee's great. What a great drug. I love it. Love it. I can't hey, have so enough of it. You you make you can make money on TikTok. You can. The money's not good on TikTok. Yeah, it's not good. It's not. I don't think it's good anywhere on social media. But 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 when you said you said something a while back, you said my wife when she saw the money come in, she she where does that money come from? Is that from TikTok? Um, uh, yeah, some of it, some of it's from TikTok, some of it's from uh, Facebook. Uh, Facebook pays really well. They do. So so it's um you create content. You're basically your own producer, director, studio. Mm-hmm. It's the Justin Newley studio. You produce it, and then just like YouTube, and then you put it up there, and they pay you per views. Right. Right. Yeah. Wow, that's really cool. I yep. wonder why I should put some shit up on Facebook. You should. We we could talk. We could talk offline, and I'll I'll uh, give you my give you my tutorial on on how to do it. Because I mean, it's like it's simple, but the money's good. Um, the way the vast, vast majority of our listeners come off of, um, Apple, uh, iTunes and Spotify. Okay. And that, and, and not only do I not make money, that costs me money. Right. Cause I got to host it podcast, all podcasts. People have to host. I don't think there's any free hosting service for podcasts. So you have to pay, I have to pay to host the audio somewhere. And then, which is kind of crazy, right? Right. So, uh, so no one's, I guess, I think no one's really tr- figured out how to monetize podcasts like that. The only way, like I have a bunch of sponsors who, who are yeah. like crazy supportive of the show. But other than that, yeah, I'd love to pick your brain on that. Do you, you think that that's like your biggest, uh, what is your biggest struggle as being a podcast? I'm interviewing now. What is your biggest struggle of being a, uh, being a podcast host? I, I I just never want to do it. Okay. Do you know what really? I mean? I, yeah. Well, yeah, but once once you like so, you once you click the button to go, like your money. Yes, yes, yep. yes, yes, yes. Once you and I start, but like as I walk in the door and I sit down, I'm like, that's why I was tripping when you about get you getting on stage. Mm-hmm. There's this feeling I have. Um, that I all like, there's this horrible feeling I have right when a podcast starts every single one where I want to run away. I literally want to run away. 
It's funny. You I want to be that. like, I'm so sorry, Justin. I can't do it today. Like it, it, it's so powerful. It's mm-hmm. so it's like nauseating. My hands start tingling. My feet start tingling. I can almost make myself do it right now. But it's something, you know, you can't you, you can't skip out on. So you almost like train your brain to think, well, I got to do it anyway. So I just hope this ends as fast as possible. No, no, how, uh, no, how I mitigate is I just start telling myself, breathe. I just, my wife would, I would, I, I hear my wife just be like, Hey, you need to breathe dumb shit. She doesn't say dumb shit. I add that part in there. My wife's really loving and nurturing, but I just tell myself, breathe, dude, breathe. You ain't going nowhere, bitch. Breathe. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's terrifying. Is it, you, is it's like, really bad. Is it it's really, it's, no one can imagine how bad it is. What? Say it again. You think it's anxiety? Crazy anxiety. Really? Yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy anxiety. Huh. I don't want to interact with people. <laughs> so you're you're, some, you're so you're like really like kind of like reclusive. Like if you could be a recluse, you would. I love yeah. being alone. I love a really tight loop. My mm-hmm. life. Me too. I Same. need a really tight. Okay, my kids. I'm going to take them to the skate park. Oh shit! There's new parents here. What if they want to talk to me? Right. Like, yeah. I. I, I Bro, I feel everything you're saying with every fiber of my being. Yeah, I just want to stay in my little tiny. Okay, now we're at the tennis courts. Now we're here. Now, like, I can't even do this podcast unless my buddy Matt schedules people for me. Okay, so that's where Matt came in on the whole. Yeah. Okay, that's the that's the reason I do the podcast. One of my friends is like, "Hey, I'll schedule that for you." Nice. So I just so I was just um, I saw this post of yours. This it's I saw this post of yours and I was like, wow, I really have to talk to this guy because this is something that I would totally do. Actually, I want to hear this story. This is so awesome. This always makes me nervous. I'm like, what did he find now? Because you found out about the Kunan. What the hell has he found? This I just (laughs) love this. This is exactly how I would handle a car accident. Yes, I would. I would be so, especially if it was their fault, I would be so fucking nice to them. I would try yeah. to find a way to uh, make it so it's, it's I, the more the, intense and horrible the situation is, the nicer I become. I'm the same way. I, you know, I look back, like I got, I'm not going to lie. When it initially happened, I got aggravated, right? I'm like, this is my brand new truck. I just bought my, my dream truck, bro. Like I, I bought an $80,000 truck that is my dream truck that I've always wanted. Right, got all decked out. Got the color I wanted. Like it's beautiful. It's my stereo. Truck. The wheels. The, two weeks the, later. Two the, weeks. the 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 foot. What what are those things called? The the yeah the running boards that so, automatically yeah that are just way down. too expensive. But they you're like fuck it, I'm down. getting them. Yeah, no, they come down when I open the door. I get close to it. They <laughs> automatically come down. Then they retract back up. Um, I mean, like it's it's you know I got the full nine, and I'm not bragging about it. But what I'm saying is, two weeks later, I get hit. But I tell you, like, I got aggravated at first. I pulled up into that parking lot, and then I, I looked back at them, and it was two young girls, and they was absolutely terrified, and they was, so, like, so apologetic. And I was like, I'm not even mad, you know? Like, shit happens. Like, this is just, you know, this is just shit. You know, in, in five years, it's going to be an old truck who gives <laughs> a shit, you know? And, and they're so bummed. Oh, yeah. Well, the one in the middle. The one in the middle was the one driving. Uh, she was bummed. I had to really, cheer, I had to really work to cheer her up. Uh, the one on the, the one on the uh, left there, she was, uh, she was just chilling, happy the whole time. <laughs> did they, um, did they know who you were? Not until the, not, no, not at first. Um, they didn't know who I was. Then when the, uh, the fire department got on scene, and a couple of them knew who I was, and then 
the sheriff's uh, the sheriff's deputy pulled up and she was like, holy crap, you live here? And I was like, yeah. And uh, they looked over at me and they was like, okay, who are you? I, we got to know now, you know? So, cause it was kind of obvious that, that people recognize me. And, and she has a nice car too. And it's totaled. It's totaled. I, f- yeah. I felt so bad for her. Did that go under it. your truck? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, how's your truck now? <laughs> it really, it, it you get, if you walked outside and looked at my truck, I just had it ceramic coated um, while I was going to Vegas. You can't even tell anything happened to my truck. Like it didn't put a scratch on the paint or nothing. It just kind of dented my my uh, rear bumper in a little bit. I think I think everyone in Fort Walton should know who you are now. Is that the, is that where you live? Yeah, that's Ryan. That's my buddy. I was telling you that really likes your podcast. Oh, awesome! Thank you, Ryan. Yeah. Ryan, can you believe this podcast hasn't taken over? Can you fucking believe what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, like they 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 had no clue, and it was it was fun to watch them kind of you know kind of start to realize because and I I don't I don't talk about it, you know what I'm saying? It's not like I I introduce myself. I, hey, I'm Justin. I'm a social media influencer or anything. It's just uh, it's just a fun little. It was fun to watch them come to the realization, you know that you know people knew me. I, I just like it. There's no, there's no. I do my I do my absolute best when I step out of the house to to not spread any negativity. Right, I, like if someone flips me off, I apologize. I don't. I try not to like. It, it, I just try like outside of my outside out in that world. I just Dude, try to I always be so nice to people. Here's how I react to people flipping me off. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or, or or like sorry, I don't even know what I did. Sorry, just I'm right. just a moron. Just like it's cool. I'm a moron. Yeah. You don't even don't even waste your middle finger on me. Right, and like beneath you yeah don't and I, don't. T- I tell you like i used to not be like that like i used to you know uh me neither. An eye for an eye you know you flip me off i'm gonna cuss you out roll my window down and if you want to fight we can fight and i'm just like yeah it's not even worth it like like what am i accomplishing at that point you know um what's uh what's next for you do you do, do, where will this go are you going to keep doing more stand-up um how when okay well, sorry too many questions here, here we go this is the one i'm going to land on when you went to vegas and you did the stand-up how did you know how to write a stand-up monologue routine how did you how did you do that i didn't well, well I, like i said i've studied comics from the time i was 12 now i will say this that I have been very blessed and I have learned really quick that the comedian community is a very tight knit community. And when they bring you into the fold, like you, you have access to people that you would not dream of. You know what I'm saying? And uh, John Christ has been one of the most awesome, special, like, like gifts from God. I guess you could say that, that you could, you know, that you could imagine. Um, he's a, he's a professional comedian. He's on his clean cuts tour. He's not paying me to sponsor him right now. Um, but he reached out to me early on and he was like, dude, you're going to be huge. I I'm here for it. I can't wait to see it. You're hilarious. And he has turned into a good friend of mine. Like we, we was texting and everything. So anything that I have a question about, I text him and uh, I mean, I've got a, well, I've got two professional comedians that I can text anytime him and Leanne Morgan and, and ask them anything. And they're, they're there for it. Like they want to help. That's that's amazing. And so, did the, you? You really didn't have a, a shtick ready. That's, no. I, 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 let me see. Is this his LA thing? Is that him? Yeah. <laughs> Can you hear it? I can't tell if the audio's on. You can hear it a little bit. He's a good dude. 
he is a really good dude. Like John is a John is a great person. Like I've I've had the chance to meet him in person now and everything, and uh, just uh, amazing guy, amazing guy. So so you go up there and you just start with the listens listen jokes. Mm-mm. No, no. I walk, I I forget how I even started out with the uh, um, with this last one. I don't even remember how I how I began, but. Um, dude, I, I, I told the joke about Las Vegas and people lost their shit. I mean, like it was like the biggest pop I've ever had. And, and it's honestly like a drug, you know, at that point, you know, it's just like, let me get that again real quick. Yeah. Um, I, I interview a lot of UFC fighters and they, and they talk about that getting in the cage. Hey, mm-hmm. yeah. Speaking of which, how did you get into the, um, how did, how did that happen? You got, did you see me get knocked too? out? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. Yeah, that was great. How did you get into the Performance Institute? Smiling Sam Alvey. Um, awesome. Oh, great. Amazing He's guy. Great. Like he hung out with me and my wife like all day and all night. Like he was just like, like he actually did stand up at Wise Guys that night too. Um, it was kind of like a, a TikTok takeover, you know, all the all the comedians or wannabe comedians, you know, jump up on stage. And uh, there was like six or seven of us and we had a blast. Um, Sam is an amazing guy. He go watch me get laid out. This was the third take, by the way, and he progressively was hitting harder each time because I couldn't get it right. I think he got tired of doing it, and he was like, "I'm going to hit him so hard that he's just tired of taking the taking the punches." He finally figures this out. I I I so that hurt a little bit. Yeah, that last one stung. That last one stung. Now he was he was hitting me with grazing punches, but that last one it uh it it made my jaw sore for a couple of days. Wow! And so um, you're there. Your wife films that with her iPhone. Mm-hmm. Then you um go back to your hotel room and edit it. No, I actually edited it on the uh, on the way back to the hotel. We he took us all over the place. Like in your main, phone, in your phone. Yeah, yeah. Using what app? I use a video leap. Okay. He's video leap. Uh, he actually like the whole premise of us coming there is he really wanted to put me and uh, Todd Royce, which is another guy on TikTok. Um, he's, he's a pretty funny guy. Um, he wanted to put us in an ice bath. Now let me tell you something. Have you ever been in an ice bath? No. Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once, once, once. Dude. Like, so at the UFC training center, I'll put the, I'll put the pictures up later today on my Instagram so you can see, um, but we're in the ice bath. One of the, uh, one of the giant tubs is like 47 degrees or something. Then the other one is like damn near like 80, like it's hot, right? Like a hot tub. And you get in that 47 degree water, it hurts for like a good three minutes. And then like it's so cold, get, it stings. Yeah, it feels like needles poking you all over the body. But then after three minutes goes away, you're just numb, and it's it's not that bad anymore. And then when you get in the hot water, it's needles all over again. <laughs> but wow, it was it was a great time. He, did you he have was, that euphoria? The time I did it, I went from a super hot sauna to cold water, and oh yeah, and it, it was like I did mushrooms for like thirty minutes. I could not stop laughing. I was like, "What yeah. the fuck is going on?" It was it was a good time. It'll wake you up. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> So, so he reached out to you and he's like, Hey, you're in Vegas. Do you want to see the performance Institute? And you're like, yeah, I'd love to. He was like, Sam was one of the first like famous people to follow me on TikTok when I got this new account. Right. And he reached out to me and he's like, dude, I love, I love your, your page. He's like, I love it. I'm here for it. And, uh, we, me and him, we, we became friends and, 
Like it's crazy to think that I'm I'm friends with a professional athlete and you know, and he's just so nice and like down to earth. And his wife won in America's Next Top Model last year. Like, and they're just the most down to earth people. They got five kids and another one on the way. Yeah, and yeah, just great people, man. I think I think we were I think at one point he was supposed to come on the show. We I we have so many feelers out. If people fall through the cracks. I hate to say it. Yeah. But, oh, I'll, but, uh, I'll hit him up and I'll tell him about like, bro, you get your own podcast. Oh, you're a good dude. Yeah. You're yeah. a good dude. I mean, any, any issues with you, um, with your kids in, in your popularity? No, they use me for clout, man. Awesome. I good. think the 11 year old uses me to try to holler at girls. And then the eight good. year old just uses me for friends. <laughs> good man. I just love it so much. My house is the house that everybody won't spend the night at. Go figure. Um, do you have it? Do you have a next stand up? Uh, uh, you're doing, do you know where you're going next? Well, I'm going to be in Bristol this weekend. I don't think I'm doing any stand-up or anything. I don't know. bro. I, that's home I, of ESPN, right? Bristol? No, that's Bristol, Connecticut. I'm going to Bristol, Tennessee for the race. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. Okay, and we showed that. That's where you're Listen, be like- listen. Did you know that if you are in Bristol, Tennessee, as a crow flies, it is a shorter distance to get to Canada than it is Memphis, Tennessee? I didn't know. Yeah. And now I wish I had some big old titties to show. <laughs> you do. I'm right there. They're just covered up. Uh, Justin, yeah, a little bit older. Justin, what's your last name? Nunley. Nunley. Yes, sir. Justin Nunley. Hey, thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. I had a blast. Good. Reach out anytime. I'd love to do it again. Oh, fuck. Yeah, hit hey, me up anytime. If, when if I do you, my first podcast, though, I'm gonna. You're gonna return that favor. Yeah, yeah. Are, are you are you are you gonna do a podcast? I've had a lot of people hit me up and wants to do a podcast with me, like like some you know some decent sized names, yeah. um, in the in the podcast world. And I don't know, I don't know. We'll see. If I, you, I feel if like you, I would do a good job at it. Everybody's always told me I think you'd kill the podcast game. I think you would too. Yeah. And what's They're, so cool about podcasters is everybody's like, dude, you should do it. Like there's enough, there's enough spotlight for everybody, you know, like it, it's not like cutthroat, like anything else. Like everybody's like, man, there's enough for everybody, you know, it's, I, I, I want to show you something real quick. Do you have a minute? Yeah. I want to, I want to show you something. Um, here's the, here's the thing with it. So I, I I'm not, I'm not, do, I'm not like fooling around. So yeah. What I'm um like like I I I'm in, I'm in it to be the next Howard Stern and Joe Rogan uh, fucked each other and made a baby. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like there's no there's nowhere I'm not willing to go in my mind or no one I'm not willing to interview. Um, I'm in it. Right. And and it's 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 and it's crazy time consuming, right? So mm-hmm. it's two hours in the morning with the podcast and then two hours at night doing research minimum. So that's four hours right. a day. And then the rest of the day, I could time I can spend with my kids. So like, I just, I just go, uh, you, you keep saying that um, you're not bragging, but I'm bragging like blatantly right here. I just like, I go hard. So David, t- so I have this guy, a huge guy from TikTok on today named Justin Nunley, mm-hmm. uh, 4.5 million uh, subscribers. Yesterday I had the Olympian David Taylor on. Then I, then, then also yesterday I did, yesterday I did four hours of podcast. I also did a show about the CrossFit uh, quarterfinals. That was a two hour live call-in show. Then I do a show every Sunday with a guy who's, uh, who lives in Ukraine and is like in the war. 
right? Really? Then I do a, a live call-in show where people can call. Um, uh, then I did this guy, Trevor Cashy. He is a like the the highest level nutritionist, but it's just every day, dude. Dude, I tell you though, man, that and, right there, that's what it makes people like that's what makes people that get to goat status and what they do is hard work. Shit doesn't just happen um just because you sit on your ass and hope it happens. It happens because you work your ass off and make it happen. Right. I so I'm almost thinking and I'm just shooting the shit with you right now. Um, your craft, you're, you're, you're so good at it. And I don't think you should do anything to me, me personally to like, to, to stay in your loop. Fuck. Like it doesn't get better. Like really meeting Taylor Swift. Isn't going to make your life better. Just no. stay in your loop. Keep making this amazing, funny shit. Let the world keep coming to you. Um, if, if it doesn't help your kids, fuck it. Don't go. Like if you're not taking your kids to right. the races, fuck it. Don't go. Um, yeah. and this is my, my two cents of dice. And then, um, maybe try to piggyback off of someone else who already has a podcast. Mm -hmm. So you come on their show for like 20 minutes once a week. Right. I, I don't know. Well, no, you, I, I, no, you know, I, I don't know if you me. want to open up a whole nother fucking door. I mean, you would be great at it. Right. Well, you know, I've, I've honestly thought about that because like the more uh, stretched thin that I get, the less creative I get, you know, if I have to, if I have to answer a million emails in a day, like I, I'm not that funny, you know. Now, if you give me, if you, if you let me fuck off all day, yeah, I'm funny, yeah. But if I have to be serious, like it's not going to happen. So, no, you're right. You're 100 percent right. Uh, this guy, uh, Pablo Luis, says Matt brought me here. Sevon kept me here. Oh, someone says give thanks to Matt. So Matt Fraser is the five times fittest man in the, in the world. Uh, he's a CrossFit games athlete and he had like 2 million followers on Instagram. And he did a show with me, a podcast with me. And we did like 20 episodes and then he nice. just stopped. And I, I think, I, I don't know for sure why he stopped, but I think he stopped because, um, because of this thing. Because of, of my mouth. Oh. You know what I mean? I think he's like, ah, oh, I can't. I, you know what I mean? He's getting too squirrely. Dude, he didn't want to get canceled. He didn't want to get canceled. And I don't blame him. I'm, a, I'm a hating on him. Sure. Fuck, I'm, I'm telling you, I've been canceled before. You know, I don't give a shit. Like uh, these people that all these people want is the platform that you built anyways. You know, if you don't respond to them and you don't answer them, they, you can't get canceled, man. Where people where people make mistakes is they go on apology tours, man. If if you said what you said, and you're not scared that you said it or apologize. Don't apologize for a joke. If your intent was not to hurt somebody, don't apologize for the shit. You and know? why do you say that? I agree with you, but why do you say that? What's the logic? Why 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 not apologize? Because like these people, like the, most of the people that come at you all the time are people that don't have the creative ability or the. Uh, or the, you know, the know-how to build a platform that you built. So they keep nagging and coming at you and coming at you and coming at you until you finally crack and you respond to them. Now you have given them your platform that you built, right? Oh, and wow. once you wow. give that one person your platform, you're going to have to give it to everybody else. So I don't respond to shit. I don't, I don't answer nothing. If you got right. something negative to say, I'm either going to ignore you, block you, or delete your comment because I really don't care. But I'm not going to respond to it. I'm not going to answer you because I'm not giving you my platform that I built. Um, I think when you say sorry, you're also 
letting the world know that you agree with that person that what you said is offensive, even if it's not offensive. Mm-hmm. So then you're reinstilling you're you're part of the systemic root of whatever is causing yeah. the problem. And, and 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 that's the part that people don't understand that that psychological part. Uh oh, my wife just texted me. You're in trouble. Um so much trouble. <laughs> be careful not to badmouth someone. Who is I'll bad mouth him. <laughs> I, I, yesterday during the show, my wife said, Oh, I just I had had a dream that we were looking for a place to have sex. It's like that's not a dream. That's your that's reality. <laughs> but then now she telling me to be careful I don't bad mouth. I don't think I was bad mouthing someone. Was I bad mouthing someone on this show? I, I didn't think so. Oh, oh, I think she might be talking about uh she might be talking about the Olympic gold medalist guy, the strongest guy, world's strongest guy. She might be talking about him. Oh, Matt Fraser? Yeah, but I didn't think you said anything bad about him. No, 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 I'm not bad. No, no, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I'm thankful that he did the show with me. I love that. That's how I took it. Thank you. Salam alaikum. Salam alaikum or whatever they say over there. Okay, Justin, thank you. It was great being on here. Seriously, hit me up anytime. I had a good time. Okay, cool. Um, If there's ever anything I can do for you, anything you ever want to promote, anything you ever want to try out, anyone uh, you want to recommend to that I can piggyback and climb on their back to make my podcast bigger, send them my way. You got it, my man. You got my phone number. Hit me up for anything. Yep, you're a good dude. Have a good one, dude.